Hey everyone, today is Wednesday the 18th of August 2021. This is The Gap episode 579. 79? 79. 79. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. Job. Yep. It's six o'clock on a Wednesday night. I know. I've had Ooh. a little bit to drink. Have you Ooh, got your drinks ready? Uh, they're in the fridge. You started this last week. Uh, yeah, the, the drinking podcast is back. What are you drinking? <laughs> mm. Young Henry's. Let me talk. Let me tell you about what I'm drinking. Uh, we just got off of a um, a a wine tasting quarantine hotel thing. There was like 50 people in the uh, wine tasting event mm. Zoom call mm. um, from the hotel that I'm in at the moment. Right. It was loose. It was the loosest time that we've had oh. in this hotel room okay. for a while. Uh, there was an after party which we went into for like five minutes just to see what <laughs> was going party? on <laughs> yeah because <laughs> this thing was like people obviously um, they've been locked up for some of them nearly 10 days now they've not had a lot to drink uh, because you get limited alcohol here what it's it's basically like either a six pack per day which may not seem like a lot but it's a lot for Australians. No, it's, it's no, nothing no, for Australians. Reverse, yeah. Yeah, it's a reverse. The reverse is true. Um, uh, you get one bottle of wine per person, or, and this is the kicker, or 250 mils of spirits per day. Oh. Which is like, what, a quarter of a bottle? A third. Like if you're getting a, a baby bottle. A third of a bottle. Yeah. Who's buying a fucking litre bottle of anything, Luke? You have you, you no know, no one's buying they're buying two liters <laughs> yeah yeah if but. you're doing it properly um so we did this we, so we did we did this uh hotel quarantine wine tasting thing mm. and uh 50 yeah 50 people from it seemed like our hotel like just our hotel right was here yeah um everyone was talking about like the fire alarm that went off the other day ah. and we weren't we weren't allowed to leave our room like what? that was a thing that happened you were just gonna burn to death yeah well so when we got on the bus with the uh the police escort and then the the chief of police came on the bus and was like, "Here are the rules. Ooh. You don't talk about Fight Club like that sort of stuff." Right? Yeah. Um, of course. One like rule two was like, "You don't leave quarantine no matter what," Ooh. and um, even if the fire alarm goes off, you don't leave. You burn and you die, <laughs> unless somebody comes up and tells you you need to leave. And so uh, I think it was Saturday the fire alarm went off. Mm. Um, for quite a while uh, so we have a window that looks out to um, we're staying in Darling Harbour and the window looks out to uh, the Darling Harbour side where there's a bunch of hotel or apartments like we're not looking out to the water mm. where we don't have like the the star casino view where it's just like a, a nice ocean view type thing going on um mm. And so everybody's watching all these uh, fire trucks pull up and police cars and they're on the their balconies is the fire, watching. Isn't the fire station on Piermont, like, it's just fucking, <laughs> it must be like two blocks from where you are. Look, it took him at least three minutes to get here. <laughs> and 
and so uh, this this alarm is going off for quite a while and like my wife calls and like should we be leaving and they're like no don't leave we're trying to find what the issue is we're we're trying to see what the source of the problem right um meanwhile there are people leaving like in the quarantine rooms like walking out even though they've been told don't leave like you'll get a five thousand dollar fine um so not only is like my wife hanging out the front door being like don't fucking leave don't leave um but she's calling reception to me like people are leaving it's like she's she's dishing on them she's telling people hell yeah uh, and now i'm getting a stink eye from her um anyway the moral of the story is don't leave your hotel room right if you're in quarantine um i don't know where i was going with this but anyway yeah uh so we we've just done like an hour and a half of hotel quarantine um wine tasting with 50 people uh very eventful chatter happening throughout the entire event Mm. um we've got some we had some olympian people in our group um primarily a hockey team it looked like uh like six or seven of them and uh and then they had an after party which we joined for like 10 minutes and we're like we gotta bail i got it's podcast time baby got work yeah gosh gosh, to do like actual things Mm. um i ain't time for gold medals what is this and so this is where we're at. We're we're at um, day nine at this point, right? And then we get out next week. Time so play some Starcraft. <laughs> time to play some Starcraft. What we'll time nine, Starcraft? Right? You know? oh, okay, day nine. I I told you this story. Like, I sat next to, to day nine for um, Cyberpunk. Right. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. He was talking to me, and I feel like I was extremely rude, but I wasn't <laughs> extremely rude. I was extremely hungover yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. you get to that point of like because it was the last day of e3 yeah <clears throat> nobody can relate to this except for you and i <laughs> but e3 is this um you kind of push through barriers right yeah. and you get to the point where day two is sort of like i can't talk anymore because i've been talking for three days straight because mm. you get there early right you get there on like a saturday friday i think it's friday was like the day you get there yeah and then like saturday used to be the day off but then devolver was like we're having a fucking stupid party now and you're like oh shit all right fair enough and then sunday would like bethesda would have a party it was a dumb party and then monday was like xbox and then tuesday would be the event starting um anyway the (laughs) the idea of that is that uh um i don't know where i was going with it but anyway (laughs) <laughs> you would you would, you kind of couldn't talk by then right and so that is kind of where it ended up at yeah. that point yeah yeah uh yeah <laughs> excellent so you're in day nine of lockdown of quarantine day nine, yeah and i couldn't talk to day nine that was the point right that's is it. That's that he a, was that's sitting next to me yeah. he was trying to talk to me and i couldn't talk to him because i was like i fucked <laughs> like, yeah. no i wasn't hungover i just couldn't talk what you lost your voice um i didn't lose my voice but like five minutes time, ago you were too hungover to talk to him i'm it's one of those things where you get to like day five and you can't talk to anybody anymore because you just your brain is just it's not working uh yeah. it's, it I doesn't lo- work I anymore i literally lost my voice on a games commentary once 
Yeah. All the way lost my voice and I had to do an interview <laughs> by writing questions out on, on my notepad. But that's entertaining because the person that you've done the interview with will always remember that. They They'll be like, remember this time? Remember that fucking interview. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> remember that time Mr. Squiggle came and interviewed me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so, hey, I w- I'm really... I'm really intrigued by quarantine. So could you save up your booze? Yeah, which yeah. is what we've been doing. Yes. Smart. Smart. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can get the six cases per person. Six. Uh, per day. Beers. Six. Sorry, six beers. Yeah. A six pack per person per day. You can get one wine per person per day mm. or the 250 per person per day. Yeah. And so if you start on like a Monday... By the yeah. time you get to Friday, it's fucking game on. It's party yeah. time. Yeah. 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 We actually had a uh, Simpsons trivia tonight. Oh, yeah. And you were sorely missed. Oh, because yeah. I would I would have killed. Oh, it, this, the questions were dumb. Oh, no. Absolutely dumb. You, you would have at least gotten, I would say, like 90% of them at this point. We should have had a friend of friend <laughs> and got you in there. Um, got it. We didn't win. We came like third, but... I was thinking of you the entire time because, like, Joe would fucking <laughs> smash all of these. Remember when we used to play fucking, uh, what was it, Seen It? The Simpsons trivia Seen It? We, I mean, no one used to play it. We'd play for, we'd start it up for five minutes and be like, this is stupid. Why would anyone play this? Yeah, because me, Heath, and, and uh, my wife blitzed yeah. you cunts. We were too yeah. good at it. We were way too good at it. It's, it'd be like asking Albert Einstein, let's do a trivia on <laughs> physics. Physics, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, he, Everyone he else is like, what the go. fuck is happening? Yep. Um, so, like, what's the deal with food? Can you order food in? Yeah, so we've got... Um, every day we get, a like, a menu or a set menu. But could you order they, it like, from somewhere else? Yes, we can. Okay, cool. We we get an option for dinner, lunch, breakfast is kind of picked for you, uh, but uh, a lunch is like, hey, here's uh, I can count ham sandwich or a meat pie, and then dinner is here's uh, fish and chips and some sort of salad or something, right. and then so you kind of pick it and they send it to you the, uh, a couple of days in advance, but um, you can absolutely get. Uh, Uber Delivery, or yeah. DoorDash. I don't know what the things here people use, but yes, Delivery. you can get it delivered. As long as it doesn't go over the alcohol cap because they check. They check? You're joking. Oh, yeah, they check. Because that was, that was going to be my other pitch. was like, could you fucking... I mean, they say they check, but they also... Well, I was going to pitch, like, just they ordering, really check. ordering some bottles from Archie Rose or some shit, you know? Yeah. Like, just going We're also out in, like, four days. Right? Five? So... so. Yeah. It's not that bad. It could be worse, but still, could be worse. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Okay, cool. Um, and watched a bunch of Netflix. Watched a bunch of TV. Oh yeah. Back on Survivor. <laughs> you not watching that? I don't watch. It's good. It's I really don't have good. an aerial plugged in. When the Olympics you was happening, it. it was a mad pain. Until yeah. until I found out about the seven mate map, and then it got so much better because I didn't have to watch the primary broadcast where they'll switch away i could mm-hmm. just watch exactly what i you know exactly what i wanted which was yeah. generally sports climbing or 
or fucking artistic swimming. Artistic swimming, one of the <laughs> funniest things I've ever watched yeah. in my life. Every time, every time they fucking there's this scene in uh, the office when uh, when Jim and Dwight mm. are in uh, in Tallahassee, I think it is, and uh, and they're away, and uh, that random chick is trying to trying to sleep with Jim. Yeah. And Jim Jenna, no, Jenna Fisher, not Jenna Fisher, and uh, <laughs> and Jim makes up this story about there being a bed bug, and Dwight comes yeah. in and, and is like, "Oh, was it scared and scurrying away, or, or was it you know, uh, was it smug?" And and Jim does this fucking, "Oh, it was so smug, oh, like it owned the room and it walk, it walks like walks around like it," and the bloopers for that scene are fucking hilarious because neither of them can fucking get through it. But every single fucking round of artistic swimming starts with the two swimmers walking out exactly like that fucking like super smug bed bug. And yeah. like, I, I lose my like shit. Conor every... McGregor? Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. fucking doing the Vince McMahon. Like, fuck me. Spectacular. Hilarious shit. And then they jump in. It's, it's an amazing, like the, the skill they've got and all that shit. Spectacular. Yeah. But as soon as like they they finish that, you're like, wow, they're so good at this. And then the next people come out, and they just fucking do the fucking Vince McMahon again. And you're like, oh my god, this is comedy. Anyway, I uh, don't have an aerial plugged in. Was my point. And uh, if you're enough. watching Netflix, do not watch R.I.P.D. I've not seen that. Don't. But- would you just don't. like? But <laughs> would you rather read the comic? Because it's based off a comic, right? I, the the comic couldn't be this bad. The yeah. comic couldn't be. Is, this is bad it as just bad. like Ryan Reynolds be like, "I'm going to be in fucking everything. Every comic that's ever been made, I'm doing it." Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to find a comic book franchise that sticks, one where he can, you know, make the Marvel billion. Uh, yeah. That, that's that's all he's trying to do. Uh, you know, Green Lantern wasn't it? R.A.P.D. wasn't it? Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. got bought by by Disney. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably not it. Uh, but yeah, don't watch R.A.P.D. But we watched R.I.P.D. after playing Experios Time Ticking, which I just added to the list. So oh, surprise! Uh, yep, thanks. Yep. Um, Experios <laughs> Times Ticking. Uh, which is a virtual escape room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we played it with um, Nate and his girlfriend. And uh, it was pretty good. Uh, and then, you know, afterwards, we just fucking went straight into watching R.O.P.D. But time sticking, yeah, virtual escape room. So basically what happens is uh, you log into the site. Uh, it tells you, uh, you know, you can do this, blah, blah, blah. You need to find this bomb. It's somewhere in Melbourne. Uh, they've got it. They've got it voice acted, but it's a bit weird in that they got an American voice actor to do the main voice acting, but it's based in Melbourne. Hmm. Uh, so he says Melbourne. Uh, but what the game is based in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. The 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 escape. Like, it's not really oh. an escape, but you know, it's a puzzle, right? It's there's a bomb somewhere in Melbourne, 
and you've got to fucking hunt it down. You've got to go through all these clues to find it. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. Like, I, I thought it was really well done. Basically, uh, it leads you to a website. Uh, you can use Google for whatever you like. Um, but the website itself, you can go through uh, all the details of this website. Um, I, you know, you can... They, they literally say you can do whatever you need to, like whatever you think would help mm. to get through this. Uh, and it, yeah. it involves everything. Like I went on the source and tracked down some uh, some of the extra shit before we found the password to get in. And, yeah. um, the Valve, Valve.com, Eric Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we don't remember. No more Eric Johnson jokes. Yeah. Uh, did he get cancelled? No, he's not cancelled, but they're just in poor taste because of everyone getting cancelled. Oh, okay. um, fuck, you're drunk. Wow. I don't know. I don't remember this. You're on... This is fucking... Dear listener. Dear listener. This motherfucker was like, oh, have you guys played Aliens Fireteam Elite? Uh, which I didn't say that. We can't talk about it. We can't talk about I didn't, it. I didn't say I played any of that. We can't that talk about it. Can't talk about playing it. Uh, I don't think we could say we played it. I didn't say we played it. Neither did I. But I did play it for preview, which is what oh, okay, I'm talking yeah, about, you fucking lunatic. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and, yeah, and Luke's like, oh, have you guys talked, uh, played fucking Alien Fireteam Elite? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker, we spoke about it for fucking 45 minutes on the goddamn podcast that you and I are both on every fucking week. Uh, but no. Quarantine brain, Luke, doesn't remember shit. Doesn't remember anything. Doesn't remember what he said three minutes ago. So why why should I expect him to remember anything beyond that? Yeah. So we had this this Zoom call today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. Using like the source to like get around stuff and find on these passwords and like some like logical leaps, like like an escape room, but done via a website. And I, th- I think mm. it worked really well. Uh, it was... A good experience. It was like we got a bit something. Something happened. Um, something broke. Something broke. I think because we had about ten minutes left, and then we got uh, one of the answers incorrect, uh, oh. and we then suddenly didn't have any time left, which was oh. annoying. Uh, is it, it is it like a, a brute force sort of? anti-measure where like oh you've tried to brute force this so we're taking time away like if you get an answer wrong you're supposed to get like negative 30 seconds but yeah it seemed like we lost a full 10 fucking minutes uh out of nowhere and we shouldn't have um so yeah something went wrong in that instance uh but yeah like still uh yeah we had a lot of fun it didn't stop like once the timer ran out, it didn't stop. We had already defused the bomb, so uh, from a narrative sense, it made sense. Uh, we just had to find the guy. Um, yeah, we just uh, finished it out. I think we wound up taking sixty-five minutes or something like that. But uh, I thought it worked out really well. And yeah, as something that you can do while stuck in lockdown, which uh, I don't know how many of our listeners are, but. Uh, uh, I, I have been for quite a while now. Um, I think it works really well. And something you can do with other people who are stuck in lockdown because, yeah. yeah, you just chuck it on 
we did Facebook Messenger, we would not do that again. We'd probably use something <laughs> better. Um, so is it an Australian developed thing or it just happened? Yeah, to be I think it's an Australian yeah. developed, which, yeah, makes yeah, it cool. even better. Like you can sort of su- support a local developer. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, so uh, pretty good stuff. Um, worth checking out. Uh, we might do another one as well uh along the way um yeah and yeah we should get you in luke i think we can absolutely have, we can get six people going, the detective so. yep Detect um shit. anyway so that was the first okay one game off the list yeah tick it off uh next up the ascent oh, yeah. um this is the uh the game pass game we've been talking about last couple of weeks mm. i jumped back into this um spent like another two hours into it the the last time that I talked about it, I'd kind of gotten to the main hub area, mm. um, grabbed a bunch of the sort of main slash side missions that the game has to offer, and that's kind of where I left it because it took that took me like an hour of just walking around uh, and exploring the main the main hub. Yeah. Um, and so this time that I jumped in, I went and did I think it was like level seven, level six sort of area ran off ran around that sort of stuff um i i think when i said like last week i really i'm impressed by the sort of the visual style by the game Mm. how it looks and um did you see that mod i think morkai posted it the first person this is the first person one how fucking cool is how good's it look absolutely that's awesome yeah it's a it's a good looking game but i think the gameplay just really lets this down it's just so like one note or obtuse it's kind of um it, it really reminds me of like a diablo but it just doesn't hit that note you kind of just shoot yeah and that is kind of all you do uh, and when you do it, it's not satisfying. Whereas yeah. when you play a game like Diablo, you, you're fucking clicking. Like, you're clicking that button, but it feels good. Every time you're doing something, shit is exploding, um, you're getting more powerful, and uh, and when you're getting more powerful, the things that you're getting as a reward uh, is really cool, and it just makes your gameplay experience feel a lot better. Whereas this... I'm not getting that at all. Every time you destroy something or level up or um, get a new weapon, it just doesn't feel like you're getting that power like to your character. It's like everything just feels like the the moment that I started the game from level one yep. to level seven feels exactly the same. Yeah. And so uh, I got to that. I got to the end of that level and kind of just was like i think i'm good at this point um because i'm not really getting anything that i feel like i should be out of this game um and i also talked about last week how it doesn't do a great job of sort of or presenting to you when like you're in an area that you shouldn't be and that happened to me at this part where it was like hey you should go to this is um the objective you just completed you should go here next. And then I was like, oh, what if I go left here instead? And then I went left and the enemies that I was versing up against were like level 22. 
yeah. even though I was like level six. And it's like, I, I literally just detoured to the like one side, like an alleyway that I shouldn't have. And so um, like, it doesn't reward any exploration or anything like that. And so you kind of just get a point of like, all right, is this kind of a linear um, hack and slash game or a linear shooter? And so like, why am I really playing this at this point if I'm not being rewarded for any of this stuff or none of it really feels like it matters? Um, because at the end of the day, you're kind of just holding the mouse button down, right? Yeah. And that is... And so I finished that and I was like, I think I'm good. Um, yeah. I dig... Like, I'm, I appreciate the, uh, the look of the game and how it sort of runs and the aesthetic they're going for and the, the fact that this is made by, like, 11 people. That, that is cool. Yep. But I just don't get the gameplay loop at all. Um, and that's kind of disappointing. And I don't know if that is like a uh, like a budget thing or um, like they needed to get it. Like I, it seems like an indie game that got a bunch of hype behind it, yeah, and then um, got pushed out there behind Game Pass and Xbox, and then it's kind of been like, oh, it's fine. Like it's not. It's not anything you haven't seen before, but also it does a competent job at what it's doing. If Game Pass, right, is the gaming Netflix, right, then yeah. what we're going to see a lot of, and I think we are seeing a bit of, are these games that are the equivalent of the Netflix Netflix films that are like, mm. yeah, okay, fair enough. But the difference between that is that when I watch one of those Netflix equivalent films which is uh uh like i talked about a couple weeks ago like fear street or something like that right where it's um no, this but- che- cheesy sort of uh it, it's a two-hour movie right it's not you're not playing this thing for 15 hours that's a completely well, different thing i mean fear street you you're putting six <laughs> hours in right because there's three of the fun things but yeah but it's a i know what you mean yeah but like also, we are at a different point in Netflix's life cycle compared to Game Pass. And I think it's going to take some time before that evolution really takes effect. Like, because if you remember, mm. like, the original Netflix original films, right, they're all shit. So many of them were fucking trash. Uh, and I, I think mean, they still are. <laughs> a lot of like the time, them very... they're not great. Yeah, Army of the Dead. Um, like on average, right, or on 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 the curve, right? I think Game Pass is coming out ahead because people are getting a lot more out of like the Ascent than they would out yeah. of fucking Army of the Dead. Uh, so sure. so at least the like I think. If it were a fucking chart, Game Pass is still up up here. Uh, because ignoring, of the, ignoring the cost versus the time, right? Yeah, and and ignoring the unbelievable fucking issues that are basically constant uh, in uh, in Windows Store versions of games at this point, including the Ascent, which has had oodles of they fix it. issues they fix it, yeah. but uh yeah ignoring that element yeah i think uh it's ahead of netflix but it is still 
burdened yeah. by, I think, similar things, uh, similar issues where you are waiting for, you're anticipating something exciting mm. first on Game Pass uh, yeah. and it comes out and it's a little bit underwhelming and you wish it was, you know, a little better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other thing is that you and I have a, um, like a, a limit of how much we can play this shit. True. Like we're in a, in a privileged position mm. where um, we can play a game like you're saying and be like, like four hours in say, this isn't for me. Yeah. And then go to the next thing because we're literally playing three or four or five games a week. Yeah. Whereas other people that have spent money on Xbox Game Pass and that is the game that they want to play for the month, they can sit there and play that. Yeah. Um, Although the the benefit of Xbox Game Pass is that it didn't have to be for a month. You know, Hades came out. Um, your favorite game, Boyfriend Dungeon, came out. Uh, yeah. Like I haven't played it yet. What are you talking about? Just fucking jump on it, mate. Uh like there are, you've got a lot of fucking op options. Uh, Curse of the Dead Gods recently joined. Microsoft Solitaire Collection. I didn't put it on the list, but I've played. I've played a lot of Microsoft Solitaire, Solitaire Collection on everything at uh, this point. Right? I, I I don't I still don't fully understand how they've managed to do this one. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I have been playing Solitaire. There's five different types of Solitaire. Uh, I didn't even know this. Uh, I didn't know how to play Pyramid Solitaire until fucking earlier this morning when I was doing the dailies. My dailies. <laughs> I'm doing dailies in Solitaire. Uh, no, they get you. That's, many, that's 2021, baby. Open? <laughs> None yet, but uh, they're coming. I assume I get card backs. Yeah. They should... Uh, you know that, that fucking... The Cascade? Hmm. They should lock that behind like a loot box. Like People would pay so much fucking money. Well, you only get like... Like, do it like uh, FIFA Ultimate Team or some shit where you only get, like, five cascades and then it goes back to just shuffling it back into a deck and you got to, like, roll for more. I shouldn't be giving anyone ideas. They would do this. If they thought, they're listening. I this, think they're listening. They would make so much money out of this shit. <laughs> We've interviewed a bunch of bigwigs at Microsoft. I think they're true. still on it. <laughs> that is true. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm done with the ascent at this point. I, I sort of, I'm glad people are having fun with it, but I'm I've moved off it at this point. It's um I've got too many other things in the basket that I've got to try and get through. Next week is going to be goofy. Next week, <laughs> Next week is going to be a goofy, <laughs> goofy week. This week, <laughs> gotta, not that is low key, low key, a little bit, a little bit low key. But uh, next week yeah. is going to be dumb. Um, yeah. So, uh, shall we Shall we move on? Um, Let's go on. Before I uh, say something I'm not supposed to. <laughs> Hard Space Shipbreaker. Um, this is a game I keep checking into, sort of like every six months. Um, and the I think the last time I talked about it was maybe like February, somewhere around then. And um, this is sort of in the same vein as a... Like a, I feel like a like a chill out game, power wash simulator, um, one of those games that you kind of just sit back and um, very zen like pull apart or construct something, um, and that is sort of the 
the gameplay loop of it. This one in particular is about you're like a space engineer that is pulling apart like derelict spaceships and you pull them apart piece by piece. There are a bunch of different um, areas that the pieces of the ship need to be thrown into. You have a bunch of tools that you need to use to dismantle the ship and as you do that you get more and more um, space dollars to pay off your space debt mm. and you're also getting upgrade points to uh, give you better equipment and, and uh, progress further in the game. Uh, so since I've last played it they have overhauled the uh, um, the progression system and like added in a campaign mode into the game um, I don't like the campaign like, I, don't, I don't know why it's there is kind of my main point um, there is a it's kind of like you playing the main story but or the main uh, career mode or whatever it is I want to call it but at the same time they just throw in a bunch of like uh, voice lines and uh, snippets between a bunch of the characters and as you're going they're sort of talking amongst each other and that sort of thing and uh, I just don't like the last time I talked about this game I was kind of concerned about the direction of it because when I checked in it didn't seem like they had really evolved the concept too much it felt like it was on a path where um, maybe they were stuck or they didn't really know what else to do with the game and this is kind of feeling like more of the same like I don't really care about whatever story they come on coming up with to to push this narrative forward or because when I started playing it I didn't really that wasn't why I got the game it was more of a like one of these like I said before these zen games where you kind of just chill back you pull this thing apart you listen to a podcast and you spend the next 20 minutes doing this dumb task uh, and they're trying to fill it with a bunch of things that I just don't really care about and um and, and it fe also feels like they're dragging out their progression system, which I think is a massive mistake. Um, so I spent a bunch of time playing it over the last week, and the um, the progression system has really been drawn out to a point where it feels like... I think the, um, the way they sort of introduce the play to new, new, new mechanics and the way the systems work with... Uh, one another, um, the way you're supposed to get into a ship, dismantle it, uh, interact with the systems has been introduced a little bit better, um, but it feels like it's too long. Like it's just got too much uh, drawn out. And so what ends up happening is you have this meter of like, hey, to get from rank five to rank six, you've got to dismantle this much of a ship. But also when you do that, you've got to do that three times. And so you end up getting on this long-winded sort of one-hour increments between level five and level six. And then when you eventually get that unlock, the reward is not that significant. It'll be something really basic. Whereas before, it felt like I was um, getting through that stuff a lot quicker and getting rewarded a lot faster. And so it feels like the progression is a lot slower now. Uh, hopefully they end up changing that. But I don't... Like, I don't know if they're trying to pad the length of the game out a bit more. Because it seems like the progression um, 
is from like rank one to rank 30 something at this point. And so each time you get a new rank, you unlock maybe one or two different tools or um, sort of like buffs to your tool set. But it feels like that stuff is too spread out. Like sometimes you got to dismantle a ship and you've got to do that three times and then eventually you go to the next rank and it'll be like, hey, now you've got your tool is it's extended for 10 meters longer and you're like well that's not a huge difference that's just kind of what i was using a second ago but yeah um and so the differences between those tool sets are not massive and i i um again like this game is in early access um i think that maybe they'll sort of tweak it considering they've sort of just uh made made some big changes in the last six months but i don't like the direction that they're going at the moment in this stuff just sort of like the um the focus of the design of the game seems off for me like i'm not interested in the them fleshing out this story of the shipbreakers and this cast of characters like i don't really care about that stuff like i want to see new game mechanics and yeah and like interactions with the game and all that sort of stuff and i that just doesn't seem like like every time i go back to it it, like that doesn't seem like that that's their focus they want to do this other thing that um they're focused on i just don't i personally don't think that's a good direction to go on and so it's kind of getting to the point where i'm like how many more times do i give this game like every time i check in like every six months or every three months it uh it just seems to push further and further away from uh where i sort of want it to be um because I, I like jumping in and and checking out like the new systems and what these games sort of have to offer but every time i do it i'm like there's like what's different you don't it want seems them. pretty yeah. similar but they're putting all this like buffer stuff in there that doesn't appeal to me uh it may appeal to some people but uh like all this story driven content that just just seems like a way of expanding the game length uh and also by buffering the actual progression of the game i think it's way too long at this point like i want to be getting stuff like every sort of time i finish a a ship like pulling apart a ship i want to get something new at this point i'm I'm playing it i'm getting like every three ships that i'm pulling apart it's like an hour and it's like something very insignificant um so yeah i don't i don't know what they're doing i don't like that part of it but uh, like i'll keep checking in on it as yeah as they keep updating it i think july was the last update they did um yeah. or J- june or july so maybe they've got one coming out very soon but um from a game that i was really excited about when i first played it like last year or uh, a year ago that i thought was a really cool concept i just haven't seen it evolve as in an area that i wanted to yeah and uh that's kind of disappointing yeah um which i guess you know it's fair enough they want they want to make the game they want to make um Mm. but it like i don't know your description of it uh it felt like was the version of the game that a lot of people you know reading online it's that that's what people wanted and Mm. like your description when you first started playing it i mean is what a lot of people wanted whereas yeah it sounds like it's not evolving in a direction yeah that 
will really work. Like they they put things in there that I talked about the first sort of time that I played it. Like, hey, it needs to have um, like a more chill mode. It needs to have less. Uh, like, I don't want to manage oxygen in yeah. the game. I don't want to manage uh, all these sort of timers. Like, I just want to kind of sit back. Um, you can have that in the game if you want to manage your oxygen levels or your fuel tanks. But also for me, that kind of just wants to have it on while I'm listening to a podcast. Let me do that. And that ended up getting into the game. And they put in like time trial runs. And uh, like, I'd love to see some sort of co op system. I think that'd be really interesting in the game. Um, but instead, the focus seems to be on st- like a story campaign and uh, just b- like weird things that I'm just not interested in. Um, so I don't know, man. But we'll yeah. see sort of how that plays out. Oh. Um, yeah. Anyway, Hard Space Shipbreaker. It's on Steam. Early access. Humankind is out now. It's like a 4X game, right? It is. It is a 4X game. Uh, expand, explore, exterminate, ex- explain Dinguish. what the fucking other fourth one is. I can never remember it. Um, Let me it- call Sid. Hey, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a civilization-style game, and uh, it's by a bunch of uh, former Firaxis developers um, with a really, um, I guess, uh, solid idea of how they want to evolve uh, the genre, right? Um, so it's also they've also worked on um, the Endless games um so uh endless legend endless space mm-hmm. uh they got a pretty good um i don't know pedigree in the forex uh realm at this stage but uh humankind is their first foray into away from sci-fi and into the uh more traditional uh Earth-based, I guess, is the only mm-hmm. thing I could think to call it. Um, Civilization-style game. Not the first, not the first game uh, in recent memory to have have been like like to to have done this kind of thing, right? Like there there was another one pretty recently that that attempted the um, the four X style of game, right? Um, came out like not not like Stellaris or whatever not a paradox game um Mm. fuck was it uh uh, oh my god it's killing me uh I don't know I don't know old world old world um which was uh Soren Johnson okay uh which uh, one of the original civilization developers uh, humankind takes a slightly different um, tack, I guess, in that it wants to see you build a civilization from like the Neolithic era all the way through to the Space Age, um, and that involves starting out as like a tribe uh, and wandering around before, like. You, you don't even normally in a Civ game you plonk down your your city and you start from there. 
uh, sort of like an RTS, right? Like uh, where you plonk down your town center and start from there. And, and it's part of part of your success in an RTS is, you know, plonking down that fucking town center real quick and then pumping out a bunch of fucking villages. Mm. Um, that's not really the case in a 4X because, you, you know, it's all turn-based, but you don't even build a town center you like you can put down outposts uh but you uh that that's not a city you can't build on it you can't do like research on it or anything like that that all comes over time and uh, as you actually form a civilization uh which i think is a really interesting fucking version of it like you don't start you know in civ you you kick off and you're like oh i'm gonna play as the americans this time i'm gonna play as blah 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 no you start as a tribe and when you reach enough they're like destiny points or some shit uh you pick a civilization but Hmm. if any of the other tribes reach that destiny goal faster they can pick and they may have picked the civilization you wanted to fucking Hmm. be but it's gone like that's it's it's too late mate that's sure you should have yeah. been fucking quicker yeah which is cool and um yeah there's can a- you be different of the same tried and sieve when you start uh not by default you can make it you know like yeah you can do basically whatever you want in Civ, but uh by default if one like, like you pick it you yeah, pick a try someone is the yeah. fucking australian team you can't have two australia's is there uh, Australia? Civ six added Civ six is Civ five. Civ six added Australia eventually. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. I think in Civ you can be like there's only one leader. You pick a leader, Gandhi. so you can pick like every time. Hey, Gandhi. Yeah, Gandhi. Yeah. You can pick like Augustus Caesar or Julius Caesar, and so there could be two Romes in that sense. There could be because they're different leaders i think that's the the traditional way to do it i don't know if that's the case i haven't played loads of this i'm still going through the tutorial uh i was just gonna fucking jump in uh when it when it starts up before you even get to go to the settings which i found slightly annoying but uh it is what it is um you uh before you even go to the settings it, it asks you oh like what kind of what skill level are you you can do either the uh the the super basic tutorial the uh the general tutorial or you can do the uh advanced tutorial and then the fourth option is like i know what i'm fucking doing i've played humankind before shut the fuck up and let me play it um i chose for the basic tutorial not the super basic tutorial not the advanced tutorial the basic tutorial uh, only because I was going to go shut the fuck up. I've played Humankind before uh, in my hubris, but I had done some reading. I'd read some of the reviews and read that uh, it was a little bit different. I'm like, maybe I maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should actually, you know, pay attention to tutorial for once in my dumb fucking life. And uh, yeah, so uh, I'm still going through the tutorial is at this stage, but... Uh, ideally like once i wrap this up i i don't think i'm gonna play this tutorial all the way through to the end i mean even if i look at it as it stands you, you compete for fame 
which I still don't fully understand. There's a lot in the tutorial that'll be like, we'll, we'll explain this in more detail later. And you're like, all right, but I like, I, f I feel like I'm, but there's, that's my fault, right? For, for going the basic tutorial instead of the advanced tutorial. I probably should have, I've played fucking loads of Civ games. So I probably should have gone the advanced tutorial, but uh, I couldn't be, you can never be sure, right? You can't know what you're, and if you pick the advanced tutorial and you don't learn something, you can't know that, like, there's this situation, these games, Civ games take so fucking long. Like, you can have a Civ game, I have had Civ games that have lasted, like, fucking 100 hours, right? Like, um, yeah, like, and you wouldn't know that you, what you don't know, like, you can't know, basically. And I think that's, that's too risky, uh, in a game that takes as long as this one does. Um, this is a Zen game, though. I mean, forget Hard Space Shipbreaker. Uh, yeah. Humankind feels very Zen. You sort of just... It's very visually pleasing. You can make your uh, tough uh, decisions pretty easily. Hang on, I'm just getting a food delivery. Thank you. Um, la la. I'm having uh, beef, cheek, and polenta. Uh, nice. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you make your decisions, but there's no real time pressure because it's all turn based and all that kind of stuff. Like there is, uh, I guess, existential pressure in the sense that you know you can make the wrong decisions, but because again, it's time based and because everything takes a while, because you know you, it takes ten turns to research. Uh, anything there's no like you can usually rectify your mistakes if you accidentally hit end turn it's probably not going to be the end of your fucking game uh which is good yeah it sounds like the um like the fame points are sort of like the civilization six um like era system where like everybody's working towards a goal but they're not necessarily doing the same path like this yeah. person is doing trading or this other person is doing war or diplomacy um and each one of those things are given a point system and when you pick you when you like stop being a tribe and pick a civilization to start with because you can you can incorporate other civilizations along the way um you uh you actually get told like what that their like what will help them more mm. and certain ones have different uh goals like so i picked the babylonians and they're uh they gain more fame for doing research mm. um the ones i wanted to take were both uh warriors but I was a bit slow on the old fucking uptake and both of two of my AI opponents had taken the warrior civilizations already. So, uh, I gotta be wary of that, but they will be, they'll benefit from, um, from like combat related stuff. Their fame will increase yeah. as they, they achieve combat related stuff. So yeah, you actually do 
make a decision in that sense like it well it, it is directly related to the decision you make when you choose your your civilization and stuff which is cool yeah does it feel like a game where um do you remember like city skylines right yeah. when that came out and that was like a studio of like 20 people and you said this is a better game than like sim city was <laughs> But like the last like two or three Sim Cities, like twenty fucking people made this, and it's amazing. Does that kind of like is, is humankind on that sort of same scale as civilization, or does civilization sort of feel like it's? I think still so, like I you know I haven't I haven't played enough yet to really necessarily make that call. Uh, I think it's a really interesting like it's a it's a cover. I think you know like the yeah, okay. city skylines right is that is that uh johnny cash hurt cover right where they've done it so good that suddenly the original doesn't really the thing it's based match on up anymore. Like- yeah you're like oh okay this has been superseded right mm-hmm. which i don't fully agree with because i still like the nine inch nails version of hurt but uh like there's just an example right you say you like sim city better than city sky that's not what, what i'm saying, saying obviously but uh <laughs> But this is like this is more like a a cover that is as good. Uh, I don't know if it's better. Uh, I don't yeah. think it's gonna overwhelm it. It's not gonna be one of those situations where you find out later on that like one of those songs where you're like, wait, that's a cover. Um, yeah, I don't think it's that kind of thing. Like disturbed. <laughs> like <laughs> sound of silence. Yeah. Or like all of their songs. <laughs> All of their songs. What? They've got a lot of covers that they've made that you probably don't realize are covers. Really? Yeah. Um, Name Shout. one. Shout is a cover, right? What? Did they do Tears for Fears Shout? Yeah. I do you not know this? I haven't heard the disturbed version of this. It's amazing. It's All very right. good. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what else. All right. One Down example, with the huh? sickness is the cover. Get the fuck out of here! No, it's not. It's it not. is not. There's the Sound Richard, of che- is a good the Richard Cheese cover of Down with the Sickness. <laughs> hey. um, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm enjoying Humankind. The good, like cool. the the mad up upswing of Humankind is that it's available on fucking Game Pass, uh, mm-hmm. Game Pass for PC. And while I had is it, yeah. I did uh, not know this. I nearly bought it today. Oh my lord! Thank, this thank game. you. Um, the my the first time I tried to fucking load into it, it hung on a infinite black screen. Uh, yeah. And when I clicked, AMD baby, get the fuck out of here! I clicked off onto <laughs> one of my other monitors and back onto the game, and then it uh, gave me the blue circle where I could wait for it to respond, which yeah. I have never. Have you ever? Have you ever clicked, oh, wait for this program to respond and then actually Intel. had it Never. do it? Shut the fuck up. 13 years oh ago, Job. When oh it had an AMD, God. it happened once. It's just horseshit. It's absolute horseshit. I hope you never get out of fucking quarantine. Um, <laughs> that's, that's mean. Yeah, that's true. I, I went too far <laughs> with that It's very one. harsh. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, Humankind. I mean, definitely going to play more of it. Uh, 
especially because the other game that I've been playing a lot of, uh, I believe the alpha window ended today, so uh, I can't play it anymore, unfortunately. I can't mm. talk about it either, because it's under talk, yeah. an unbelievably strict uh, NDA. I got into it. Did you? Yeah, today. they No, no. no two days ago, I think we got... Why didn't we Monday play together? Because I've been busy playing the other game we can't talk about. <laughs> Why are we, we playing that it. other game? <laughs> we could have just knocked it out over the weekend. Fuck, damn it. Next week. Mm. It's going to be juicy. Very juicy. Um, uh, there's so much. Right. Not Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> I just chucked this one in here because A, we didn't have a lot. And B, I went to go play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, uh, so you did play it. <clears throat> no, what? Uh, well, it's in the list, right. Uh, I don't know if it's worth calling out. But I went to go play it. Because uh, they got the Siege of Paris DLC. Uh, which oh, looked yeah. really cool. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll play it on PC. That sounds like mm. a good idea. Uh, they've got cross-save. Cross-progression. I could just do that shit. And I go to do it, and it wouldn't find my save. I load, like installed the fucking game, downloaded a hundred gigabytes of fucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla, install it all, load it up, go to, and it won't, it won't let me continue my game. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And it mm -hmm. wasn't until I went back to my Xbox, and my Xbox has some independent version of Ubisoft Connect that has nothing at all to do with my actual Ubisoft Connect. Like, literally nothing to do with that shit. Uh, and so I've spent the entire week uh, talking with Ubisoft support, trying to get them to unlink. Because it's attached to... I used to have this uh, an email, jojojo at yousuckatquake.com, uh, uh, yeah. which I'm, I'm pretty sure it's why I got my why I got the job at Game Arena, because uh, my boss, <laughs> Crease, loved... Use it, I'm not a guy. <laughs> he was not a... He was a mad Quake fiend. Um, and, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it was attached to that. Obviously, I, I that domain hasn't existed in 10 years, let alone fucking the email. But, uh, yeah, I'm like, how the... F what the fuck... Anyway, it's been a lot of back and forth trying to get them. The problem is, I don't know if, if it's my timing or what, but they seem to just respond once per 24 hours. Like, I get one response out of them, and then I have to wait really? 24 hours for them to respond again. Hmm. And, uh, which is, yeah, a little bit annoying. But, uh, yeah, I had to do all this shit. I had to take screenshots of my fucking signed into the support page and sign in an Xbox and sign in a fucking uh on the Xbox and like X on Xbox.com and on the Xbox itself and couldn't take a screenshot of the Xbox because the Series X won't allow screenshots on the dashboard. I had to get around that. You just take a photo, they don't have a problem with it apparently. Even though they right. said a screenshot. And they were like and the screenshot must not be cropped in any way and all this kind of shit i'm like well then i don't think a photo is going to work but this is it this is all i can do motherfuckers like i can't 
do anything else. I'm not cracking out the fucking Xbox One to see if the, right. the that'll take a screenshot on the dashboard. It's just not happening. Did anyway. they not send you a, a PC code? Yeah, they sent me a PC code, but I want my save game. I want my save right. game from Valhalla on the Xbox on the PC. But, so but I can't can you just log into the PC version and then log into your account and it'll like cross? You drunk cunt. This is literally what I've been talking about this entire time. No, but you've been trying to log into your Xbox, right? Oh, my God. I'm saying my Xbox Ubisoft Connect is logged into some fucking account that doesn't exist. Why is it logged into, like, quakesucks.com? Because you can't fucking unlink it. There's no way to log out of that shit. Why did you link it to that? It was fucking... 15 years ago. I don't fucking Ubisoft know why. Connect has been around for like three years. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And I can't unlink it except to go through support. So, literally everything I've been talking about is taking me a week. But I believe yeah, I, it will I be fixed tomorrow. I understand that. It will be fixed it tomorrow. It's a user That's problem. Um... All right, let's keep going with Ubisoft here. We got Rainbow Six Siege Crystal Guard, the brand new uh, expansion update coming out. We got a new character, new map changes, new buffs. Year six, all season sorts of things. Three. Um, yeah, I got a chance to play this a bit early. Uh, in the uh, preview session. Downloaded the game, downloaded the uh, the preview build. We had a five v five on three retouched or touched up maps: uh, clubhouse, coastline, and bank. Yep, about uh, time. Bank has needed one for I've a been, little while. I've been telling them about bank for years. You have been. You fucking hate bank, mate. You fucking hate bank. They haven't done. Bank's terrible. I haven't done anything to change it in ways that you will enjoy, I think. Really. The bank should have been nuked. Nuked into the ground. It's not, like, hey, it's not <laughs> yacht, okay? Like, it's not that bad. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Across the three maps. Um, playing with the new operator, Osa. She's another shield operator, but with a twist. Uh, I don't think they want her being referred to as a shield operator. So her special item is a deployable shield, but she can carry it like it's a shield. It's fully see-through. It blocks all incoming fire. In my opinion, it's a fucking shield. Like, it it works like a shield. It's actually a better shield because you don't have the usual restricted field of view that you do with the other shields, especially vertical field of view uh, with Montaigne and blitz is hmm. fucking abysmal you don't have that with uh osa because you can see all the way through it she also can put it down uh like a deployable shield from the de- defenders uh but she can attach it to doors uh windows or, or windows um she can yeah like i said i previewed it for oz games like i said in that preview theoretically uh, I've seen it in videos. You can do it while repelling upside down on two wide windows. You can mm-hmm. you can uh, attach it. But uh, when I tried to do it, uh, Hamish from Survivor uh, uh, sweated his way into a run out 
had popped me while I was trying to test uh, one of the things in a previous session, which is, mm. it's just uncharacteristic, wild. <laughs> but it is, yeah, it is his favorite. It is his favorite game. Uh, is blap and cunts trying to test things in a preview build. Um, anyway, uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, and we like we had some good games. They were like. My problem with these preview builds is that I always start by trying to test all the things uh, while everyone else apparently is He's just... earning a million dollars. Is playing for the hammer. Yeah. yeah. Job's out here making 30 bucks every six hours and everyone else playing for a million dollars. You're like, what is going on? Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, yeah, they're all playing for the hammer at the end of the fucking six <laughs> invitational, and I'm playing like I'm in a preview session, and so I'll test a bunch of shit and play like garbage, uh, but like once I finish testing things, I get like the the pace at which they play. Like I do enjoy. I think Rainbow is a game that's better played sweaty than not in general uh and so the the cadence at which they play these preview sessions when everyone's being super sweaty does wind up being like a lot of fun it's just uh annoying when you are trying like when you are like oh yeah i gotta test this one thing out mm. and you can't get it done but i was doing it a bit closer to sight i just figured you know why not two birds with one stone anyway um She's a cool, she's a, she's like, if, if you want a shield operator, I don't know why you go anyone other than Osa at this point. She's got, um, is it Thatcher's, Thatcher's rifle and, um, good rifle. Hmm? Good rifle. Yeah, yeah it is a good rifle. Yeah. And, um, no, Thermite, Thermites, no, Thatcher's, Thermites, good Thermites. Rifle. It's all good rifles. Yeah, the SIG and, um, and Jackal's. Uh, SMG, the PD, PDW. Mm-hmm. Um, she got good guns. She got primaries, which Montaigne doesn't, and Blitz doesn't, uh, and Fuse with a shield doesn't. So she's got that advantage. She can ditch the fucking shield if she wants to, but she doesn't have to. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting. Uh, like, you can hold on to it forever. The fucking, you can, like, it takes a bit of doing. You got to really learn it. Uh, I can see it becoming something that people specialize in. Like a mind in. game tool, right? The ability to plop it in a fucking door, and then if you can line them up, if you're just looking at one another, if you can line them up and and like stand and shoot, you actually should do should have peaker's advantage, uh, and so there shouldn't be a trade uh, unless they're pre-firing. Unless they're pre-firing, exactly. Um, Which is like if 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 you're playing a ranked match or a, um, an esports match or a, playing for, like, the for the hammer, yeah. yeah, you're playing for the hammer. Yeah, that's what you're doing, right? Pre-firing, so, yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, does it matter? Like, is that enough if you know how to outgame it? Like you. Your best bet would be to hold a impact grenade in reserve uh, in case it comes out and then just take sure. it out. Um, yeah. But still, like, if you can't destroy it, 
you can't you can only pre-fire for so long like yeah. and and then you're going to give up that angle so i think there is like a quite a bit of utility to it it doesn't get destroyed if you impact grenade it while she's carrying it uh it's it, i don't think it does i i didn't do comparisons but uh, i don't think it does 100 percent damage uh i think it acts like a shield does against explosives which is good cool. um i think so you missed the one, one of the gameplay elements is that it's it, uh has like a mirror charge on it where you can yeah it's like so a canister it, on the bottom canister, yeah yeah you can shoot it and then uh, after about a second the shield sort of explodes and then it's gone and you can sort of uh treat it as a way to get a jump on other players or um use it as cover shoot the canister and then shoot the other player like unsuspectingly yeah. but i think like is that something you w was using as, as i i think that has less utility than the just just peeking straight over the fucking top of it because it only goes up to about shoulder height you can easily stand and peek over it yeah. um so i i did pop it once just for the sake of popping it but i it felt like a waste the shield to me um like I could only really see doing that to avoid having to vault when entering a doorway. Because that is the real problem. Mm. That is the real issue that it creates. Right. Is something like vaulting uh, causes no no end of problems to attackers. Uh, and it, what it means is that the defenders will have to vault to get out of the door. But attackers have an opportunity to just enter the regular way, which I think is cool. Sure. Um, uh, and maybe it's more of a utility use as a, uh, like a lower skilled sort of tier, as opposed mm. to like the game is broken up into like casual, intermediate, advanced, pro sort of like, and you've got to sort of cater for all these people. And I that think that could be I something is, is a, like a, a lower end. A learning tool. Yeah. Sure. Which is the other thing they added was uh, IQ has smart ping 2.0 now. You can mm. ping all of all of the shit. Which the pros don't sees. need because they can say it's in the back corner of this thing. Yeah, exactly. And w whereas lower end, you're like, I don't fucking oh, know. There's like a, there's a mute thing behind the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking, I don't know. It looks like a fucking spider dildo or something. It's Yeah, now you can actually ping it and you'll see putting it. Putting electricity out. Yeah. I think that's smart. That's a big buff. Yeah. For, for a, a, like a, a character that is used at high level, but not as much in casual play because you can't relay that information as easily to say, hey, this is where that thing is. Now you can just be like, hey, here it is ping show you on the, the map or the the hud off you go yeah yeah exactly uh so i think they did a really good job with that we used it to great effect uh on clubhouse yeah just new, uh, new clubhouse new 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 clubhouse this is the second time clubhouse has gotten a work yeah makeover it's fine not that big a difference really they changed up the bar it still has annoying music for whatever reason but um you no longer have to go into that storage room for the second bomb both the bombs are in the fucking bar now i, I think that's better 
to be honest, you can sort of lock down the site a bit more. That fucking storage room site was always a cunt. It was my favorite place to sex Panther because you could just, like, you could block the entire fucking way in as Monty mm. and plant at that doorway. And the sidelines to protect against the plant were absolutely heinous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think they, did, they made a good choice on that one. Uh, on, on changing that, they changed uh, some of the visual clutter outside, made the rotations a little bit better. That's really all it was. Um, I got yeah. one for you. Go. What is your opinion on the? Um, b- they basically changed like the silhouette of players, mm. and so that now um, each character has like an outline, a very faint outline on them, yep. that makes them more highlighted, makes them a bit shiny. <laughs> Yeah, is that good or is that like because Warzone went through this right where uh, the character of who was Rose, it Rose Rose was this black like silhouetted yeah. um, the hack like sleek uh, like scuba diver sort of outfit and you could kind of hide that character in dark shadows and yeah. prone or crouch and you wouldn't be able to see them right yeah. And so that that became a thing where they went in, they reconfigured that um, character model, they made it a bit more uh, noticeable in certain areas. And so what Siege has done to combat that is by having this this sort of very thin line of light around players. Do you think that is that good, or is that kind of like does that make things a bit too easy, or? In practice, it's super fucking subtle. It's super duper subtle. Uh, and I, I think they've done a really good job with it. Like, the worst thing they could have done is, like, some bright yellow fucking dumb highlight around around the characters that didn't really yeah. keep in theme with the fucking, the, like, story or anything like that. Some dumb, really dumb yellow highlight that just doesn't fucking work and takes you out of the fucking game whenever you fucking see it. Because it's supposed to be a, like, you know, a serious game, but it's big and dumb and yellow. Uh, instead of doing anything like that, it's a very subtle, uh, understated, sh- like, shimmer. Yeah. Like, a tiny bit shiny. And that's it. Yeah. And I think it works really fucking well. They did a really good job with it. Um, yeah, it's literally just there so that when you, when they are perched in those, like, that fucking, on Clubhouse, on the basement area, uh, I can't remember the fucking call out, um, the the blue tunnel um, to, to the garage, there's oh, that one yeah. corner underneath the fucking hatch where people can hide. Uh, that's dark enough that, uh, well, yeah, used to be dark enough that you could actually get away with hiding there. But uh, that that silhouette makes it no longer the case, which I think is a really, really good change. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good. What else? Uh, bank. They added a fucking... Finally. They added a walkway Finally. between yeah. jewelry and the, uh, and the back lots uh so you can rotate without having to climb over a fucking bank um which is i feel like it was like 2017 or 2018 when i kept asking them about bank yeah and when they would change it and they kept being (laughs) like 
we'll change it. And I think that all of those guys have left at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, it seems like some good changes, though. Yeah. Uh, my favorites, probably the sheer amount of hatches they added into the fucking vault area. There are so many yeah. fucking hatches now. Which is like um, the, the main plant site in Mac. Yeah. It's everyone's favorite fucking place to go because it's fucking impossible to get into. But now you've got loads of options, loads of ways to get in. You can fuse through fucking reinforced shit now. That's good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Even so if they fuse is sort of viable, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more. Uh, I only saw it happen once. It's uh, very obvious when it's happening. It's almost like Habanas, right? Yeah, okay. Um, except you can shoot from the reinforced side. So from the other side, and it will only pop one grenade through. If you shoot it while it's deploying, it'll only shoot a single grenade through. Um, yeah. Instead of its entire I like payload. It. I think it should be, because the fuse payload is very, um, like it's got a primer on it. It sort of takes some time. You sort yeah. of know that it's coming. And if you give the defenders an opportunity to uh, to react to that, and understand that it's coming through um especially on pro play mm. like they know what they're looking for there's i think that you need to um we've always talked about it's like balancing for a certain audience right you balance for the pro plays and let, let like let that trickle down into casual and that sort of stuff and so if you balance it to the point where the pro players are, are playing this and they have no time to react to it i think that in the long run it's better for that character it allows that character to be what it's supposed to be as opposed to this really nerfed down yeah thing that you don't see at mean, all like mean character yeah because I, I love playing fuse it's so fun but you'd never play it in a pro scene there's no point because the moment you jump on a fucking window and put that thing down, you're dead. Yeah. And and their alternative solution is, oh, well, well, now you can put it on reinforced windows, but it shoots one puck. Uh, no, no, it will do the entire payload. But but you can shoot it and it'll yeah, shoot yeah, one yeah, puck. Yeah, yeah. That's like like what are the odds that that is not going to get shot yeah. if someone is in that room, right? Yeah. Um. So I think that's a bad decision. I I think that it should shoot its full payload. Let it, let it do what is supposed to be designed to do. And then let the defenders deal with the consequence. Yeah. That's how I think it should work. Yeah. Well, like, why are you punishing the attacking operator for something they can't my assumption sort of retaliate is, against? They don't know someone's in that room. My assumption right? is they must have played it and it's too powerful if you can't do anything about it, right? Cause I mean, it clears out a room. Yeah, but you can generally do something about fuse, right? He has a counterplay. Sure, you can you can you can uh, put a um, like a, maybe a battery or something on the bottom, uh, like like trick it or something like that. But you've also got to do something in conjunction with fuse to make it worthwhile, right? You can't put a fuse down, clear the room, and then what? What do you do after that? Like you need an opening. 
Uh, yeah. So you need to play two at the same time, which is what Siege should be. It's coordination. Yeah. It's about making decisions that as, as a team and pulling them off. Whereas if one of those things doesn't work, then uh, that's the way it ends up. Whereas if you do them successfully, you should be rewarded for that. And I don't think that what they're doing is in that nature. It, it feels more like, oh, we're making this thing more powerful than what it should be. And in the long run, if it works, then too, it's like sort of too bad because we're where uh like you you shouldn't be you're, you're we're disincentivizing you to do that i don't know it just doesn't feel right to me yeah yeah that's fair uh I'll, we'll have to wait and see how it goes in progress uh in, in practice i suppose pro. In, in pro in, in because pro, that's yeah. where it matters right i don't think we see a which i don't i don't think we'll change in, in in fuse play but uh no, we no. might see we might see him picked a little bit more um no He'll be good for he like I literally think his best use will be on hatches, on hatches, almost specifically into fucking bank man. That yeah. hatch into that fucking money counting room, like it doesn't matter if you only get one fucking grenade off, it's gonna do oodles. It's gonna yeah. trigger the fucking Jaeger or uh, blow up some fucking garbage that's in it, wire mm. or other shit that got set down. The other thing is, like, did you talk to the devs at all? No. No. Um, Last time I talked to them was in, like, 2018. Yeah. And, like, 2017, 2016. Like, those guys are, like, like Dota players, right? They they played those games, and they were all about, um, like, this sort of scissor-paper-rock mentality, whereas that team is gone right they're yeah. they're out of there they're working on something else in ubisoft and so what has the new guard sort of come in what is their mentality in terms of yeah. balancing and how they're looking at rainbow six siege and trying to figure out like what does this game look like moving forward we don't know maybe maybe not not interested in, in balancing it for for processing maybe they're maybe they've gone back and they're like well let's do it for everybody or yeah i don't know interesting it would be interesting to to yeah talk to them again to get another interview it's it's got to be about time i mean shit it is about time uh six invitationals kicking off right this is when typically sure you and nate would be talking to them right yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah december yeah uh but yeah all right yeah. That, I mean, what's interesting about this is that um, one operator. We got one offensive operator, no defensive. Um, are you digging this or is this kind of... I don't know. Is Does it feel like they're on the back foot of like sort of slowing down the progression of Rainbow Six or... I feel like they need to pick a direction for rainbow six but i don't think they should do it until year seven mm. year six uh sorry year six season four i would love to see them do something absolutely out of this out of like out of the realm of possibility something fucking yeah. wild they should do something that shocks everyone uh because Can I give you a comparison yeah dota just launched um 
I think it's 7.3 today. Uh, Dota just did 7.3 patch notes today, right? Right. When Dota does patch notes, they do patch notes. Like, it is nuts. And so, um, <laughs> like, they'll drop a patch and they, like, here's the new gameplay page, like, the new gameplay changes in this game. But also, here's everybody in our roster and here is the list of changes for everybody in that roster. Yep. And it's 130 characters, right? Yeah. Whereas when when most games do a patch update, it's like we buff one or two characters or yeah. we've changed one or two of these. Like, is that sort of the nature of where esports should be going in terms of we've changed the game, but not only have we changed the game, we changed the rule sets and everybody's different. Like, that is the way the game works now. I don't know. I don't know. There's only a limited amount that you can do in a shooter because it is still stuck in that one perspective, right? Hmm. Whereas Dota, I think, has a lot more. Dota's perspective. in that one perspective. Right, but the way people like move and... Like, you know, some people can fucking teleport. Some people can fucking... Uh, like fling off trees. Why can't that like teleport? That and, <laughs> <laughs> and certainly throws his grenade and runs into it and teleports, or throws his grenade and teleports to where it lands. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all right. I'm fused. I mean, it's, I'm gonna jungle for a bit. It's fine. I'll be back. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they're they're a bit limited with Rainbow Six, but sure. Like, but that doesn't mean they couldn't do something fucking wild they couldn't add something like this this one feels like an update for new players and i want them to yeah. do an update for experts basically i want them to do an update for the fucking long-term rainbow six players who have stuck with it for six years hmm. uh seven years by the by season four you know sure uh but we'll have to wait and see i guess yep yeah. fair enough oh that's exciting um Let's wait and see what happens with Siege for year eight. Seven. Seven? Whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, the last game we got here is Back for Blood. We played a bunch more of the uh, beta slash alpha. Um, sort of like a bit more time to digest what that game is doing, what works, what we think doesn't work. Uh, Job, your stripper light has turned off and everything is in pitch black. It's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back on slowly. Um, we got the one map in 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 uh, Back for Blood. Sort of, what are you what what are you liking? What are you not liking at this point? What do you think they need to work on? Uh, is it is it sort of where you want it to be? What are your sort of thoughts at this point? I My thoughts are Back for Blood when we played it the first time uh, earlier this year was one of my most anticipated games of the year. And now uh, I would rather play a game I can't talk about. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to play that game all that much either. Um, Half-Life 3? Is it Half-Life 3? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's... 
they have fucked this up somehow. First of all, my biggest problem, my biggest problem with it is the complete absence of fucking checkpoints between acts. I never want to play the first four maps in Back for Blood ever again. Ever again. <laughs> like, I fucking hate them at this point. But every you. time, every the game we can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, every every time you start, like, there's no way to checkpoint post that fucking uh, that bridge run, mm. and it's just unbelievable. The amount of like, cool- let me choose what level I want to do. Like, why are you forcing me to play? specific point in the game you which is what like i talked about three... last week like why is everything so long why what do is, you what's the point you've got three fucking attempts right if you fail on a level or like across the entire fucking eight levels three times that's it. it's not short it's long it's fucking ages yeah it's it's like effort man and like yeah if you fail if you if wipe three times that's because of done. a bot or an you incompetent are... dickhead named Nate. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, or your joking. bot gets replaced Nate. by a fucking rando who <laughs> immediately fucks everything up for you. Like, it's you. You basically have to start from the fucking scratch. From scratch, and the other thing is that bridge run is completely divorced. From the, from the rest game. of the fucking game. From the game yeah. you've played so far. It's not like that fucking... That experience. You are basically supposed to be moving forward at all times. Whereas the like the first three levels, you take very fucking slowly. Like, you... It's... It teaches you poorly. Yeah, it does. It does. And I, I think it's, it's a good level... In a game that isn't fucking Back for Blood, because it's fucking, it's probably the the most tense that Back for Blood gets, right? Is like running over that bridge and running through that fucking boat and like being you're down in your last fucking bullets and like everyone's fucking dropped down and like, mm. oh my god, it's like it's all falling apart and you clutch get someone back up and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But no. No, that's that's not what the rest of the game has taught you. Like, that's not how the rest of the game is played. The rest of Back for Blood has been tense for a different reason, and that's that, that you have a randos join despite marking your party as private, uh, <laughs> and this rando is doing weird shit and triggering all, like, birds and shit all over the fucking place, and you can't kick them. Um... I have such, like, also, those levels after the bridge seem really interesting. I really yeah. like that fucking fifth level. I I thought that was probably the left for deadiest level that they had. I was like, this actually feels like what they, sh- sh- like, what I've been wanting to play. Yeah. And then we died on, problem. they died on the, we died on the next level and that was it. We had to start at level one again. Well, you can start further in on the checkpoints, hmm. but the problem is they don't have... Um, the game relies on the currency, and 
uh, walking around and finding new items and equipment for your guns. And I think that is where the biggest problem of the game is that when I pick up a, a weapon, mm. I can't detach the things that I've oh, got on that, that weapon. Oh, that is so cooked. That system right? and is so... And so but, but you can buy... It's, it's so weird because I can buy a new scope or a new magazine or a new muzzle for the gun and I can click on the thing that is on the floor and switch them out. Yeah. But I can't... When I pick up a new gun, it doesn't swap those items in on the thing that I've yeah. just picked up. And yeah. so that is an issue. Like, I should like, be able to... It feels like you're... You're switching a gun, like a, a, a gold gun for, yeah. for a fucking white gun, but even like, though it is better than what you've got. Doing it like while it's something on the ground feels like you're like getting around a dumb system, right? <laughs> yeah. But then all you can think about is how dumb that fucking system is. Not, right. hey, cool. Okay, I do get to have my cool fucking stuff on my, on my weapon. Yeah. But it's no, also the game like, forces you like fucking let me do this in the fucking first place. But you like, bought it, right? Yeah, exactly. Because like, it's like, hey, do you want to buy this this purple scope? And you're yeah. like, yes, I'll buy this purple scope for four hundred dollars or whatever it is in the game. Yep. You buy it, but then you can't use it on the next gun that you get. Yeah. And so you're you're forced into this sort of thinking of like, should I buy it or should I not buy it and spend my money on this other thing? which is benefiting the team and then hopefully I'll pick up a, a gun somewhere along the way that has better stats than what I've got and so you end up in this um, bad Loop. sort of uh, reward system that doesn't yeah. benefit anybody because there's no point spending money on the things that you want to um, yeah. and the things that you end up spending money on you can't take them with you to the next mission because the gun that you've got is not as good, but it is as good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I mean, it's not as good as because you've spent all this money on it, but it's better because it doesn't have those things that you just put on it. And you end up in this weird... Like, it's not... A, it's a bad system. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that is the problem with the checkpoint system is because you can't start a brand new game and get good guns because the guns that you had on the previous run you ended up buying and bringing them with you and yeah. and, and like making them good and when you get into the new game it's like well I can't get any of this stuff because I've just spent all this money on this other shit like it yeah. should give you something off the bat but it doesn't it does give and you a gun right you do get there's that table full of guns if you've just started from a checkpoint but it's all trash none of it there's no fucking attachos or anything and you're like yeah alright so I'll, I may as well just fucking stab shit yeah so I may as well start six hours ago yeah like on or not six hours I'm exaggerating right? but the other thing is <laughs> right you do not get that checkpoint if you have died three times in a run yeah it wipes that it wipes that run. It's gone. And so if you get to fucking level seven or level eight and you die for the third fucking time, start from level one. Sure. And it's fucked, man. Because I don't want I don't want to play one, two, three. I would probably play four, but I don't want to play levels one, two, or three in that fucking game ever again. Ever hmm. again, man. I fucking hate them. They just... Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, like, 
I just think they... And they've got to do something about the fucking difficulty, man. They've got to do something about... There should not be three difficulties. There should be fucking five difficulties. And the two hardest difficulty... The two... Sorry. Medium difficulty and hard difficulty, as they are in the game right now, hmm. should be hard and very hard. That's how it should fucking work. They need to add a normal, add an easy, and then the easy that's in the game at the moment is story mode. Because there's just no fucking middle ground. And I'm like, yeah, you can't change difficulties mid-fucking run. So, like, you get through to fucking level four, and you're like, okay, I think we can do this. Let's bump it up. Or, like, you're just fucking stuck. You're like, okay, well, I'm playing on easy. I guess I'll just suffer through this fucking tedium for the rest of fucking eternity. Because on tedium... Oh, I'm sorry, on easy, uh, it is... Like we said it last week, it is way too easy. It is like you can play it without even paying attention. Easy. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, yeah. I just. I don't like. Uh, we dabble with the cards a bit. I kind of get them, but it's not a system that I enjoy. I don't think it adds anything. Uh, it adds stuff, but it's um... too many of the cards are like plus five percent this, plus ten percent this, right? Yeah, Which, it doesn't feel as significant, right? It, yeah, like they should all be like fucking the fucking best. Sh- like they should limit they if even if they only have ten cards in the fucking game, right? Uh, for each, and you pick a deck of five and that's it right it should not be fucking oh yeah you you're yeah piss weak fucking increments to you can carry fucking four new fucking mm. four more bullets because you got 10 percent extra fucking bullet capacity or some shit like yeah. what the fuck is the point of that like hypothetically pretend we were playing a different game and in the different game you take in weapons but you could uh, you could put like attachments on these weapons, no, and you stop had this. like stop this, stop this, none of this, none of this, you had none of this hypothetically, like, none of this, no, none of this hypothetical. No, it's we hypothetically. Be, they, like, we, you, look, hey, hey, they are owned by Disney now. Are we they? will get murdered. I'm not. All right, just leave it. Let's, uh, hypothetically, I didn't say any of that. <laughs> hypothetically, they're owned by Disney now. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, still, next week, we will revisit this topic, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, we will revisit this topic, but um, uh, in a different, from a different angle. Uh, but yeah, man. I have not enjoyed uh, my time with Patrick. A, a angle? A, a hey, what did I talk to angle? you? What did, I, what did I say? What did I fucking say? Stop trying to get me murdered by the hypothetically Disney. Hmm. Yep. Um, all right. Yeah. Should we do some news? Let's do the news. <laughs> Let's do the news. Um, the first one we got here. It's some big news. Diablo 4 game director Louise Barrigo, Blizzard lead level designer Jesse McCree, 
and World of Warcraft designer Jonathan LeCraft have been let go from Blizzard. Mm. Clean and shop. Get them out of here. Yeah, man. Um, Uh, Yeah. I think for me, the Diablo one is the biggest impact, right? You've got the lead game director out of there. I think the... um, Jesse McCree was the lead designer on Diablo as well, also gone. Uh, Jesse McCree also named after McCree from from uh, Overwatch. I think which has the reverse occurred, but yes. Yeah, but all, like McCree either way, in Overwatch was named after him. But yes, yeah, sorry, named after him. Yeah, would be an issue going forward. Um, yeah, and another big designer from uh, Blizzard also let go. Is this? saving face like what is happening here is this good news bad news for for Diablo going forward or anything else Blizzard related oh I can't imagine that's good news for Diablo going forward but um I think it's probably good news for the culture of Blizzard at least Uh, it's a step in the right direction although as we spoke about last week uh yeah it can't stop there right like you can't just fucking call it a you day. want you want bobby bobby's head bobby's gotta go man i think bobby's gotta go there's no question yeah he's not going he's um, not going but he's not going no absolutely not um like, do you no, think this puts like a hold on activision been shown the door no no, no activision no blizzard absolutely like, blizzard it's it's like blizzard is being like offered up Toby, if you want 150 million, will you leave? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, be no. honest. Uh, no. Yeah, no, I probably would. What's 150 million? Yeah. That's well, half a fucking spaceship. No, but think about it, right? Uh, like a quarter of a spaceship. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay, 150 million, right? I would leave after one month. <laughs> Shit, I'd, I'd leave after one week. <laughs> My first paycheck, <laughs> I assume Bobby gets paid weekly uh, on his 150 yeah. million, you know? Hourly. Uh, <laughs> he gets paid hourly. <laughs> uh, the first paycheck comes in. I'm like, oh. This is too much. Well. My bank account can't handle this. I'm outie. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, was, I said. I said when I reached my first four million that I would leave, and apparently I did that on day four. Yeah, so I'm gonna go. See <laughs> <laughs> you, boys. Uh, I'm um, not a greedy man. I would if if I had four million dollars, I would uh, I would leave. Let's yeah. Let's uh, like hey, games industry. I will stop reviewing games if you give me four million dollars. <laughs> uh huh. Um, that's that's a threat. Uh, it's just a threat, yeah. Eat but that, yeah. Doom. Um, <laughs> all right, anyway. D- yeah, so Doom, Doom, not Doom, Diablo 4 is in a uh, s- seemingly rough spot in terms of leadership. Yeah. We'll sort of see where that goes. They've lost like two of their big people up top. Yeah. What that sort of means for development, we'll find out going forward. But at the same time, um, they're quite far along. Um I guess that sort of, uh, like when we look at it overall in terms of a 
like a vision for the game that has disappeared for this person but someone else has obviously stepped up and um yeah we'll get an idea for what proceeds going forward but uh, i'm interested to see what happens with uh diablo going to the next stage anyway next story we've got is uh stranger things content is being delisted from dead by daylight in november this is i think quite interesting news because it sort of looks at video games and licensed properties and what happens with licensed properties um going forward you look at like uh um I don't know, man. Like, like one of the big ones I feel like a couple of years back was like Rock Band, Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those like music games and what licensed music kind of looked like back then. I think um, uh, those games did a pretty good job in terms of handling that sort of stuff. Mm. But now we're seeing this other stuff sort of move forward. What happens when video game titles take a licensed property and try and inject them into the game and what happens when those licenses run out um fortnite is like a really big example that we'll probably touch on a bit later but they just like constantly adding all this stuff into their game from licensed properties uh yep. batman um like dc stuff marvel stuff star wars just everything going forward but dead by daylight is kind of one of the big Dead by Daylight is a top 10 Steam game yeah. that is now removing content from their mm-hmm. game this year. Uh, that being Stranger Things, what they're going to be doing is the uh, the content that you've already bought will stay. So if you bought a character for Dead by Daylight and in Stranger Things, so that's the, the Demogorgon um, or, or Steve Harrington or um, the chick, whose name I don't know because I've never played her but anyway she's in it Um, if you've bought any of those you get to keep them they are in your game you get to use them as much as you want but coming November they're gone you can't use them anymore they're out of the game they've disappeared the map um, will be removed from the game which is a free map that everybody can access is also gone hate that map Uh, I'm not a fan. Yeah, Hawkins facility. It will be removed from it. Is this sort of an, an inevitable thing that sort of happens looking at licensed properties? Or is it like a a bad industry trait moving forward where these things need to be looked after? They need to be secured down for years to come. Like better contracts need to be sort of looked at um like what is the future of gaming slash licensed content look like in the next five years going forward what what is it what happens joe what is the solution uh look my my guess is that uh you know behavior probably should have like i don't know kept a closer eye on how this one was going to go down right Hmm. uh because like you know i i have found it weird that a lot of people are like oh fuck fuck behavior for this right i've seen a lot of that but nobody's like fuck netflix for this hey job 
mm. a couple of weeks back, we talked about Netflix. Oh. Netflix is opening a game development studio. Ah. Dun, dun, dun. This is Netflix. 110%. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. It just this, seems- this isn't behavior wanting to re-sign a deal. This is Netflix being like, we're done. That like surely behavior learns from this. That's that's what I gotta assume. They learn yeah. from this to make sure they've got, if not perpetual licenses, then at least long tail licenses that allow them to fucking stick this shit out for a lot. Lot like you know, like no, I don't think I don't think behavior expected uh, Dead by Daylight to still be a top ten steam game in 2021 no but uh yeah i would i Mm. would if i were them at least uh account for the idea that it might be a top 10 game in 2025 if they have to just to avoid this ever happening again like it wasn't that long ago it was three years ago uh, like stranger things was not like, like Stranger Things wasn't a like a year one, year two sort of ambition. It, it came quite recently. Like I feel like Dead by Dead was still pretty big around about then. Um, I think that the uh, the notion of Netflix getting into games really derailed that. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I agree, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, I think Netflix is, is all over, like their fingerprints are all over this one. Um, what do you, what do you think about the ideas of them reskinning and replacing it as like a werewolf character or some shit? Yeah. Um, I like, I'm cool with that. I I think that if it gives people the opportunity to play as that character in a different form, yeah um that's fine so there what i've read is that they'll be giving away those perks for those characters or whether it's the survivors um in some sort of form on the store yeah to spend your blood points on but the issue that comes up with that is the uh the demogorgon right The, the demogorgon which are the killers perks will be available on the store you can get them however you want but the powers are is what makes them unique and so if you don't give people the opportunity to be able to use those things then that feels like a um not a pay to win but like a like a legacy item or some yeah. sort of thing where i got into it first and they're at the, at the moment they're giving away the stranger things dlc for I don't know. Is it like fifty percent off? off? Yeah, yeah. At this point, um, so you can get in start until tomorrow, I think. Right, and and that's like what is it like two bucks or four bucks or something like that? It's, no, it's quite like cheap. Seven bucks. Really, that's expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like, I think there are ways to go about this, and I think they're going about it sort of the right way by giving um, some of those perks away for free. But the, the trickiest part of this whole thing is the the killer and how you give away that as like something people can attach to. 
because the problem will arise where Stranger Things is number one. The first time this has happened. What happens when it's Freddy Krueger or it's yeah. Michael Myers or yeah. it's Nemesis from Resident Evil or Pinhead, which we're about I to talk only, about. I right? only hope <laughs> that that with this development they've got like the next time they do their short term fucking deal they mm. sign for an, a, an ex- extended term that's yeah. the only fucking thing i can hope yeah um anyway let's go on to the next story here we got the uh dead by daylight the next chapter has been te- well i wrote here tease but this was yesterday it's yep. been revealed now pinhead from hellraiser um brand new character has been released for the ptb i'm not sure if you've had a chance to check it out but he seems pretty cool he seems fun to play um he's shit (laughs) this would be a word i'd describe him as he's not very good no No? he's one of those uh, he's i i would say lower very low tier at this point they've got some work to do on him at the moment basically he has an ability where he can throw out uh he can teleport to an area near the player um kind of like nurse and then when he teleports to that area he can throw out a chain and that chain can attach to a player and if you successfully attach that chain to the player it slows them down um for a couple of seconds and they've got like two or three chains they need to like get away from right the problem is that it is by the time you do all of that the player is um able to get away from those chains completely or if they get attached to those chains the amount of time it takes them to get away from them is minimal compared to the amount of time that they need to make up to catch up to the player and so uh the stuff that i've watched from people playing it because i've not had a chance to jump in yet but it seems like they're very fun like he's a fun character to play much, much like nemesis i really like playing nemesis even though nemesis is not a an, an op character um Shit. yeah pinhead is uh is is extremely low tier like he's probably worse than nemesis at this point right so um Probably. that's what they announced today for the new character and they announced it very uh they they weren't trying to hide it at all yeah they were very much giving away this character 110 yeah. percent. yeah mm. um yeah uh another, like another licensed character yeah. which is not surprising to me no um yeah it's a cool idea i don't really know how it would work uh any better than he does i can't think of how it would work better than it currently does without divorcing itself from the confines of how dead by daylight plays Hmm. um sounds like what they need to do is sort of just buff some speed related things some timing related things to make him a bit useful yeah yeah. It seems like one of those things where they will buff him. They just buffed um, Nemesis in this patch as well, which obviously right. he absolutely needed a buff. Um, 
but also uh, there's a couple of mechanics that they're, they're just interesting to play like when you're using them when you're like that's that's fun like even though this character might be shit um, I'm still having a good time playing it and and so you kind of kind of balance those things like like nurse is always going to be a high two character um, yep. Freddy is always going to be somewhat high two character like the, the, the characters that are very uh, maneuverable able to get them around the map really quickly yep. as opposed to someone like this who is kind of cool to play as like you can fuck with people and that sort of thing yep. that's always interesting um, so yeah like people always find an enjoyment out of those uh, niche characters I think this is one of those types of things and uh, they'll buff him for sure like they're they're buffing a bunch of the other characters and when they get around to this in the next uh, I don't know what it's going to hit live but next week or two yeah absolutely he'll feel better um, but I'm, I appreciate them going for these um, the, these licensed characters I like I think I've got a hinkling that in October we're going to see Candyman. Like Candyman is the big sort of like October Halloween release. Yeah. And if I was to bet a bunch of money on what is Dead by Daylight going to do? Or what is the big uh, like end of year horror movie, October um Halloween movie at the end of this year what is that going to tie into I think Candyman is the one we can right we can look at Uh, we'll see yeah I don't know how the fuck it would work but yeah no neither do well I've not seen the film so I I don't know not the new film yeah Um, cool well I guess we'll wait not Five Nights at Freddy's Everybody thought this was going to be Five Nights at Freddy's. They were kind of teasing it. I think that has sort of sailed in terms of uh, the yeah. shit surrounding that game at this point. Yep. Um, and the dude who created that, he's apparently not a good dude. Yep. So, I don't know. I'd kind of jettison that idea out the fucking window at this point. Yep. Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Next up, we've got Fortnite adds imposters mode. Job, tell yes. me about Fortnite and ripping off other modes. <laughs> ripping off other games wholesale. It's the yeah. fucking Fortnite classic. Um, sorry, no, I've been told by some extremely, extremely important streamers that Fortnite doesn't rip off anything. Uh, so, never mind. Um, no, uh, yeah, this is pretty wild. This is pretty fucking blatant this time this one like they're just doing it they're just going gung-ho into full-blown ripping off among us on like one hand i'm surprised it didn't happen sooner they turned around their PUBG rip off with fucking lightning quickness hmm. um they were really fucking fast on that one comparatively it's taken them forever to rip off among us uh, on the other hand, I have heard that Among Us isn't all that and a bag of potato chips anymore. Um, so, yeah, maybe maybe something maybe needs to provide why. it with some sort of uh, some competition. 
<sighs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I did want to play Goose Goose Duck, which is uh, another Among Us ripoff. <laughs> yep. Um, with with full in-game voice. But I never managed to convince anyone to play it with me, so... Okay. Oh, well. That is that is what it is. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about this? Are you, uh, are you keen to play some Fortnite imposters? No. No? No, not at all. Um... I think this is they get to the point where they're taking the piss right yeah like how they are literally ripping off a team of what how many people worked on Among Us like four people yeah yeah four or five yeah yeah that's that's fucked that's pretty rough (laughs) that's pretty rough Um, I um like you're, you're a a multi-billion dollar company and you're going after a team of three people and stealing their ideas like all right you got to the point where you did by ripping off a battle royale game yep. uh, but you can't do this for the rest of your lives can't, can't they i mean they could absolutely they could they're um, always new it games they just need to be fucking faster about it right yeah I don't know, man. But but like blatantly ripping it off, yeah, is a problem. So uh, it's gross I, as uh, shit. It is gross as fuck. Uh, yeah. That that said, you know nobody owns an idea. Uh, sure. Is Among Us really all that different from like, Werewolf? Yeah, exactly. Other social deduction games, maybe, maybe not. Uh, some interesting things. Um, but I think the best thing that Among Us did was it hit at just the right time when everyone was fucking locked indoors and trying to find something to do. Um, like it just sort of got lucky. Uh, hmm. I I don't think this excuses Fortnite ripping it off wholesale at all. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's gross. It's certainly gross. Yeah. Next up, we got Intel announces Intel Arc. I don't know what this is. Oh. Take it away. Oh, you don't know? You don't know about this? Ah, no. fucking Captain Intel over here doesn't know about the fucking Intel Arc. Uh, Intel Arc happens to be the brand new uh, graphics products from Intel. Oh, yes. Your computer can be entirely Intel. Um, it includes, I think they call them X, XPUs. Okay. Uh, but they're GPUs as far as I can fucking tell. Um, <laughs> with ray tracing and super scaling or super sampling rather. And like full fucking DirectX 12 ultimate support and all this kind of shit. And like hardware, uh, comparable or the, the shit that's coming next year is comparable to a 3070 Ti okay yeah uh, yeah so we got we got Intel we got AMD and now uh, NVIDIA on the graphics card market is that is that is what appears to be the case so, so like Intel kind of wants to jump in on the graphics card market and sort of dominate from that point forward like everything Intel seems that way it seems that way, and they're doing. They're saying a lot of the right stuff. 
I mean, the video they showed was like three and a half minutes long and it felt like it was 19 minutes <laughs> long. It just went fucking ever. But yeah. uh, it did say a lot of interesting things that I think are pretty important. They're like all in on AI related shit um, and, and it will have cores dedicated to AI. So I think that's mm. cool. Um, yeah. That will, that's important because it's clearly where AMD is lacking. Um, and yeah, hardware-based um, ray tracing right off the bat uh it appears mm. that they've put a lot of fucking thought into into this process so uh yeah i'm excited to see what they fucking yeah. put together as uh, the amd king are you like <laughs> like on a scale of of nine to ten how hard are you right now i'm for... i'm wondering <laughs> how an intel graphics card will go in my amd cpu based yeah. How many more times will it crash per day? <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, mate. Fuck off. Like, get the fuck out of here. At least, like, my computer Six. runs well enough that uh, I can get some kills in unnamed games. Unlike you getting fucking clapped on the kill count. Um, yeah, I just thought it was pretty interesting, mostly because uh, it it feels like amd is now playing a huge amount of catch-up they are way behind now but on the flip side like they were already behind nvidia now that there's two competitors in the market um what it means is that nvidia will not have the luxury of fucking coasting anymore which i think is a good thing um needed to happen because nvidia were getting back into their the old ways the what they were like when the nine series came out and they were sort of just coasting and doing whatever the fuck they wanted yeah. and charging way too much for it but uh this should be a wake-up call in regards to that so yeah that's good there you uh, go yeah that's it that is the news hmm bring questions we do have a question what do you got? I don't know why I said a question, but we do have a question. Um, Read it to me. Read it to Baz, me. Baz writes, Luke, what are some of the main differences between San Francisco and New South Wales in regards to the handling of the COVID outbreak and how did the general <laughs> public feel and act towards the state government directives? Uh, I'm going to the question the differences well them i think the main difference for us is that we um we went into lockdown um right the the biggest difference was that in terms of this last sort of year um we had vaccinations which was a big thing i i got vaccinated in uh march slash april um and things went back to normal <laughs> after right. that yeah i i think that like the i think i've said on here before like the last number that i sort of saw when i was in san fran was like 85 percent or 80 yep. percent vaccination rate yep. at that point um and we had been literally like i went to disney for three days or two days in California, the the biggest state in the country, um, and then went to 
all over the place. Uh, I went to Wyoming, which is a red state. Didn't get COVID. Um, yeah. And so those things were handled very differently. There's obviously going to be points where people get sick and that is mostly because people don't want to get vaccinated. Um, but when you're living in a state or in a city that has a 90%, 85% vaccination rate, mm. because that is who can get vaccinated, like you're not going to see these issues. Uh, so I, I think that the problem here in Australia has been securing vaccinations yeah wholeheartedly that is the biggest issue if they would have started this at the start of the year when everybody else was on that we wouldn't be in this problem right now um the fact that like i'm talking to my parents and my grandparents and they have only just gotten their vaccinations in the last month that is an issue uh because by the time they get the second one like you it'll be september and yeah. then it'll be two months after that and what about everybody else uh, and so i don't think that december this year or christmas this year a lot of people will be seeing each other yeah um i just don't see that happening it's going to take too long the the like the numbers that i've seen the government here throwing around like 80 percent vaccinations rates get mm-hmm. fucked and absolutely no way yeah. No way. That's not going to happen. Yep. <laughs> the flip uh, side, I suppose, right, is that San Francisco was never attempting to eliminate COVID, right? No, because I like San Francisco is an extremely left, yeah. uh, extremely smart, um, like city. They're full of people that that are trying to do the right thing we went into lockdown for fucking five months like that is what we did uh i like i see people complaining about lockdown here and it's like absolutely you can complain about it but also it has been sporadically on and off for a couple of weeks or Mm. (laughs) like a couple like two months not this time right but i was literally indoors for five months yeah right and like people were inside that were trying to stop this thing going on it wasn't the entire country by any means because that is where the problems start is where you've got one city that is trying to do the right thing and you've got an entire state that is pretending that masks aren't a solution or they're trying to ban masks from being mandatory in schools which is what is happening right now in texas um yeah. <laughs> right yeah. and so when you have a state that is like that that is trying to do the right thing and that gets to a point that is 85 percent vaccination rate the people that can get vaccinated um this is after six or seven months sydney australia is not going to hit 80 percent by the end of this year it's not going to happen i don't care how much scomo tries to blow his own fucking horn it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't want to talk politics, but Job, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, you know, as someone who has been through this extensively the last year and a half, yeah, he's not going to do it. No. No, but uh, yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's it's like 
it's, it's different here because they are all they are still trying to get to zero right that's the theoretical goal is COVID zero to give an idea I don't know that um, San Francisco is not as equivalent to New South Wales mm. what was the numbers today 600 or yep. 500 and something yeah yeah we didn't hit numbers like that when I was there in San Francisco maybe once or twice after like uh, I don't know 4th of July or something like that or some stupid event yeah but consistently like 500 or 600 that was we were doing like 200 at the most like a really busy time uh these numbers are dumb right now it's bad um it's not bad it may not seem bad it'll get bad eventually once the hospitals fill up and that's when it gets bad because the icus fill up and then people can't get help uh, and you get to the point, which is what happened where we were living, where if something happens to you, the ambulance doesn't come because they start rating people on how bad the situation is. And so yeah. if they have emergency services waiting by and being like, we're not going to pick you up because you have broken your leg as opposed to somebody who is needing to be put on oxygen. Yeah they start weighing the costs we're not at that point yet but it's getting close i feel like it's going to get close um so yeah two two very big differences and we saw that where we were living yeah yep um uh baddest continues also, Rocket League on PS5 nearly a year after it has been released is getting a Jesus one, Christ. 120 <laughs> frames per second update. It has been on Series X since last year. This is a continuous issue for PS5, especially considering there are bugger all games for the console. Splitgate for PS5 runs at 720p, while Xbox is much higher, potentially 4K. Do you know why this is? Uh, I do not know why this is. This is pretty interesting because um, it shouldn't be happening, really. Uh, I'll have to look into it, I guess. Uh, I'll have a look. Maybe we can... I'll note it and try to remember to talk about it next week on our stacked podcast. Luke, do you have any theories on why it's happening? Not a Rocket League, no. What about in general for the PS5? Why is... The, PS5 getting slower than average updates compared to the Xbox Series. I mean, the Xbox is more powerful. That's the only thing I can go off. But that's, it's not that much more powerful. Yeah. Uh, um, I would say maybe some sort of deal, but also I feel like the Xbox doesn't have that over the PlayStation, so I don't know. I want, Yeah, I just wonder if... Uh, if there's something architecturally or something, I'll uh, I'll definitely I'd, I'd love. I mean, to they're PCs, right? Out. So it shouldn't be a yeah. huge di- difference. Um, Rocket League has the deal with PlayStation, so but, I don't. So, but that's yeah, that that didn't seem to fucking do anything here. Eh? Yeah, like the only thing I can think of is that the it's more powerful, but why that would matter on updates is weird. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll look into it and see if we can give you an answer next week, Baz. Uh, off the top of my head, off the top of our heads, no idea. No. Yeah. And that is the questions for this week. Great question. Any Baz. thing you'd like to plug this week, Joe, that you've been either watching, reading, checking out? Do not read, R- uh, do not watch R.I.P.D. That's my okay. plug. Don't watch yep. R.I.P.D. Do I plug there is no anti-mematic division last week? Uh, I think so. If I didn't, uh, I, I'll do it this week. Go read it. Yep. There is no anti-mematic division. Great read. Fair enough. What about you, um, Luke? I don't have anything exciting. Uh, I watched um, uh, Malice the Palace. Oh, that's that was fucking fantastic. Yeah, on Netflix. Uh, yeah. The inside story of Malice at the Palace. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> that was so good. I like that so much. Metal World Peace, man. What a fucking dude. <laughs> what a dude. What an upfront fucking dude. Yeah. Right? Like, that was so good. They were all... It was very good. All fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we watched uh, Mayor of Easttown, the oh, yeah. first season of that. It was very good. With Kate it's supposed Winslet. to be a limited series, so... I think they're making a second one, by the yeah, sounds of it. I think so. But... Uh, judging by the first season, but that was good. Yep. Um, what else did I watch? I think that was it at this point. Um, yeah. All I got to add, those two. I mean, lockdown. Not not much else to watch. Anyway, yep. That is the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. The Gap, the GA podcast. Please rate and review the show helps up other people find us you can find us on uh facebook.com slash ga podcast twitter.com slash ga podcast uh youtube the the ga podcast.com slash youtube uh you can find us on discord the ga podcast.com slash discord you can jump in there talk about all sorts of things going on in the worlds of video games movies food tv everything that's happening uh the the food channel's been going off this week Oh, yeah. Joe's been posting Good fucking food. pies and all sorts of shit. I don't know. What do you mean? Briscoe's been there? in there. No, pizza. I post pizza. Yeah. More we were talking about fish tanks yeah. the last couple of days, last week. Talking about what? Yeah, man. Fish tanks. Fish tanks, yes. We said yeah. fish shanks. Fish shanks? Food. I don't know what a fish shank is, but. <laughs> it's a long fish. A long fish. You yep. shank people. Um, long, long. Man. It's very entertaining. You can check everybody out on there. Uh, we're playing all sorts of games. Uh, a fucking Hell Let Loose was going off for a while there. Tons yep. and tons of people jump on. Take Most a we've been playing games we're not allowed to talk about this week. Which is no, I mean, you and I. Yeah, that's different. Um, well, no, because we had a bunch <laughs> of us in... A, I made a new channel. channel. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I changed one of the channels. What's the, na- what's the channel called? It's called Wallalo. Oh, what does that stand for? Uh, it's for Age of Empires related games. Oh, a different game. Uh, we can't talk about. That we can't talk about. Yeah. Um, Who's your favorite actor, Job? 
what? That plays a flute. Who's your favourite actor? <laughs> that plays a flute. <laughs> <laughs> Will you fucking stop, mate? What's his name? Um, I, you know, I'm going to go with Fassbender. Fassbender? Just- oh, okay. What's his favourite instrument to play? He does the fingering. Yeah. <laughs> In your favourite movie. Which one? Alien Covenant. I didn't I didn't talk about that. You, you did. You love fucking Alien Covenant. We're talking about next up, the We'll talk about it next week. Um, maybe. Next up, we got uh, <laughs> our Patreon page. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, help us pay the bills, help the podcast get going. Thank you to everyone, everyone. Thank you so much. See the, uh, the podcast dollar bills coming in. We greatly appreciate your support. And uh, anything you want to pimp out for this week <laughs> that we just didn't pimp out? I suppose where's, your, to, pardon me. where's your rainbow article you, going? Holy shit. That was a big fight. Um, yeah, go uh-huh. to ozgamers.com to check out my uh, Crystal Guard preview. Uh, although, having listened to this podcast, you'll have uh, heard all already. Although, there is a fucking... Did you, did you check it out, Luke? There's a fucking yep. video in there. Mm-hmm. Of me blapping cunts. That is, it's the best I, the best I've been with a sniper rifle in fucking years. I reckon it's, it's hell let loose has done that to me. It's given me yeah. the fucking. Who, who are you were playing with? Who's on your team? On my team, uh, at that time, uh, I believe it was Dev Marta, Raven Casts, oh. Ducky, and Nico. Who are you blapping? Uh, it would have been Hamish. That's all that matters. That's that is the show for this week. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back for more podcasting next week. And again, Love we can't you. talk about it yet. See you oh, then. Fake me out. Love you. Bye. Bye.